what we can experience as empaths when we're not paying attention to the nervous system, we're not being mindful of the nervous system, and we're not doing our self-care and our energetic hygiene is really shutting down. You can go numb, you can withdraw, you can disengage, you can avoid, and really just like not being that beautiful, warm-hearted, loving, open, you know, kind, empathetic person that can be there for someone, but can also be there for ourselves. So importantly too, when I'm talking about self-care, it's like, I think we all see, you know, we kind of get the ideas of self-care that are like the social media self-care where it's like eating a large pizza and drinking wine is self-care. And you're like, okay, that's it. That truly can be self-care, but it's just, there's kind of the commodification of self-care. But for an empath, self-care is truly essential and truly it's essential. It's essential for your experience on this earth. It's essential for your expression. It's essential for you to be in your power by taking care of yourself and coming back to your home. So it's really important that you're taking 20 minutes a day. I take, you know, 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon. I do it often throughout the day, just kind of checking in with my body, reminding myself where I am, where my energy is, where someone else's energy is, and recovering from being in a highly aroused nervous state so that I can really be present with myself and I can really feel my unique essence. One of my favorite practices, and I'm so excited to share this with you all because I've been thinking about it a lot and I've been doing it a lot, is to put my hand over my heart. So if I find myself either in a highly aroused state, I'm super stressed, I'm anxious, or I'm around people that are highly stressful or toxic or anxious or depressed or going through it. And this is something, it is not bad to be any of those things. I have been and will be and continue to be those things all the time. But when I'm feeling myself, ooh, just kind of ooh, getting caught in the wave. And it's so funny because right when I was saying that, I felt myself leaning forward as if someone was in front of me feeling those feelings. So if we find ourselves around someone that is emoting a lot, feeling or expressing in a state and place where we would normally get caught up in the wave of that emotion or their feelings, I put my hand over my heart to remember my own heart and my own energy and to make an energetic difference to differentiate between my energy and theirs. Because with my hand over my heart, I'm able to feel my body. I'm able to feel my breath. I'm able to feel my heart beneath my hand. And I'm able to really remember like, okay, my physical body is here. Theirs is there. I can be different. I am different than them in their experience. And I can hold space with my heart for them, but I'm not going to be in their feelings. I'm not going to feel for them. So I really love the hand over the heart for when we're in situations where we really need to come back to ourselves, when we really need to remember where we are, where they are. And this in a way, you know, sometimes I often think too, it's a little bit of a boundary for my heart. You know, I, I want to be as open-hearted as I can. I'm very open-hearted. But there are times and places and spaces when it doesn't completely make sense to be always super open-hearted. It doesn't make sense to be completely just blown open. And so I want to have like a, even a little physical boundary with my heart so that nothing really happens to my sweet old heart. Because empaths can have hard times with boundaries. You know, it can be something where we maybe are afraid to speak our truth or you know, speak our needs because we're so much attuned to other people's needs that we don't know our own. 
So really the need to understand, you know, the power of the empath and our connection and our gifts is so important for us to be healthy, for us to be well, and for us to be supported by the people around us that really love us, you know, for them to understand the experience that we're in, because as much as we want to be there for them, understand their experience, which we've done all of our lives, they need to also be willing to understand our experience as an empath. So I want to go through some of the um, character traits of an empath. I think I described a few of them previously, but I think it's important when you're understanding yourself on a deep level or you're understanding people you love on a deep level to have a list or place where you can really look at like, okay, I identify with those aspects. That seems like something I relate to. Um, Where am I giving my power away? Where can I take my power back? I think one of the most, the biggest, probably most popular ways in which we understand the character of an empath is um, they are listeners. So empaths are really, really listeners. They are people that are really easy to talk to. They're great, great listeners. It can be one of those situations where, you know, you're in the car with your Uber driver and they're like, I have never told anyone this. And I'm telling you, I feel like I just opened up to you. I just shared so much. I feel like I'm telling you things that I don't tell anyone else. It's really that subconscious understanding that the person that you're talking to knows instinctively that you're going to listen with compassion and understanding and non-judgment. And I think that's one of the really important things and some of the most beautiful parts of an empath. I actually just want to have a moment with that realization because I've noticed that when I'm listening to people or when I'm in, in community with people or I'm engaging with people, A difference between someone being an empath and someone being codependent is that an empath will listen without judgment and an empath will be someone that's so in your experience that they actually can't think about anything. They they won't really be available to think about anything else. Whereas a codependent will want to fix, control, or solve. The empath is so immersed in your own experience and feeling in a boundary way or unboundary way, depending on how conscious you are, that they are really listening to you with compassion and understanding. And I remember there was a situation where someone really pressed me on that. They're like, why aren't you providing advice or why aren't you sharing what you think this person should do or what I should do in these situations when you're listening? And it took me a while to really understand that the way that I'm listening is without judgment and the way that I'm listening is with a true goal to be present for what's there and to not be in any other moment but this and in this moment be present to what is for you or the situation. And if we are in the situation where we're thinking about they should break up with them, they should move, they should quit that job, they should post on social media more, they should not eat that, they should drink that then we're not really in empathy because we're not fully in the emotions or the experience or being there for someone, but we are more so in codependency because we're trying to fix or solve. So empaths are really, really these feelers. And something else that I had to learn and something that I still really struggle with, something that I um, was privy to or made privy to about five years ago when I had really lost my power was an understanding of the solar plexus. So the solar plexus is the really the power center in the body. It's really by the lower stomach in the body and it's really the seat of the emotions. So the solar plexus is associated with a sense of self, confidence and your worth. So when you're feeling like you are the same person as someone else, when you're feeling like you're one, when you're truly feeling into them and you're feeling into their energy, 
you really don't feel like you're separate. You really don't feel like there's any difference between you and that other person. So you essentially are giving your power away to that other person through this process. So you are also allowing them to sort of fill up your bowl or your cup with their emotions. And that's what I did. I allowed my my you know beautiful solar plexus to be clouded with the emotions, experiences, and feelings of other people for so much of my life. So I really needed to reclaim my understanding and my sovereignty and my power and the beauty of my solar plexus, that really beautiful power center. Another thing about empaths is we just know things. So if you're someone who's just known things in your life and you don't know how and you don't know why and you it's appropriate, sometimes it's not, it might be too much for people, the really the more tuned that you are, the stronger your sense of this gift and this intuition is because you're really feeling into their field. You're really just tapping in to both them and things seen and unseen. So you're reading into the vibrational frequencies around you and you're getting a lot of information. So you really want to be able to attune to understand it. Um, something I mentioned previously about you know my experience with public places and going to like music festivals and bars, my gosh, bars, um, was that as an empath, public places can be really overwhelming. So I really want to empower you to take care of yourself. If you're someone that doesn't love to go to the club, doesn't love to go to the bar, doesn't love to go to crowded places, doesn't love to, um, you know, be at a baseball game, be on the subway, be whatever. I think we all have to figure out how to make our lives work and not be crippled by our empathy. But we really can just find places and spaces that feel good for us, being in nature, being in the bath, being in quiet, being at home, being in a cozy dinner with people that you love. Um, you can be over aroused in your nervous system when you're in places and spaces where there's a lot of sensory input. I feel like we're all super sensitive, much more than we think. So I think this affects everyone, but I think it affects empaths on a level that might be like, might be, might be something you just want to check in on. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose. And follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.